This is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Travis provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Welcome back to Navigating Your Retirement with your host, Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. Folks, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, give us a call here at 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. Or visit us on the web at chancefinancialgroup.com. Submit your question via the contact section on our webpage, and we will answer your questions live on the air. So joining us this morning, as always, he is here. He's not quite as cold from what he's told me, but he is uh, Tony Shore, the 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 frosty, the snowman. Yeah, Tony, what's shaking? Yeah, your your friendly neighbor to the north, uh, doing friendly good. Neighborhood snowman, doing good. I, I think it's uh, Georgia and where I'm at right now, about the same, cold and rainy, right? So. Well, you know, our cold is just a little different from your yeah, cold. Yeah, it's uh, our cold is forty degrees right now, which uh, isn't I'm too cold my, here. Yeah, I'm wearing my Georgia trench coat. I've got on a vest this morning, so yeah, that's it's <laughs> about as it's about as uh, layered up as I want to be. Yeah, yeah. So uh, no, I'm doing good. I've had, in fact, it's been a crazy, you know, just the news and just uh, I'm. It's kind of the same. Well, speaking <clears throat> speaking of the news, I do want to make one correction. Okay, uh, so since the last time you and I spoke, we actually were featured on WSAV. It's our local yep. uh, local affiliate here in Savannah. Um, and they didn't really get the entire point of the interview across. So I do want to take two minutes in the beginning, kind of uh, explain explain some of what I was trying to, to get out on the show. But for time's sake, you got a 15-minute interview that goes in three minutes. You're not going to get everything out. So <laughs> True. Uh, but then we also have, Tony, this morning, we also have, I think, some, some pretty alarming uh, stats. And uh, one of the things I told you in my spare time, when I actually do have spare time, I like to read on investment savings and retirement savings. And Fidelity actually had a report come out called the Retirement and Savings Assessment Report. And there's there's some pretty good gems in there. So we're going to talk about that this morning. And uh, we're just we're just going to hit some topics that I think our listeners are or, are or should be concerned with. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, I know that there are some alarming retirement stats that uh, will uh, get people. Well, to, it just it kind of paints a picture yeah. of where I think everyone is, and I, I think sometimes sometimes it's very easy to feel like you're on an island alone, and that you know maybe the problems you're having are just isolated to you. And I can assure you, folks, they are not. Uh, the vast majority of retirees, uh, you know, it's kind of like a doctor. Once you see so many patients, you you can you can kind of start lumping them together because they they all have uh, same symptoms typically same issues and uh, and inevitably that's that's not just you so don't think that you're alone you're not and that's what we're going to talk about this morning awesome awesome so 
Travis, uh, uh, this fifteen-minute interview that you had to try to cram into right. three so minutes. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give a two-minute summary of a fifteen-minute okay. interview that they couldn't do in three minutes. No, I'm just right. kidding. Uh, all right. So, so the question was, uh, this was last week. Whenever you had, uh, you know, the the banking issues, yep. and uh, you know, we were talking about, you know, SVB and uh, First Republic and. One of the questions was, why did this happen? Well, Tony, there there are a number of, of ideas, a number of, of things that, that probably went wrong. But the Federal Reserve, in my, my opinion, my humble financial planning opinion, is the culprit on both sides. And I'll tell you why. When banks take in money, right? We're we're in a we're we're in a banking system where they take in funds, they loan out funds, you pay them interest, therefore they pay interest on deposits, right? They make money, you make money. It's fractional banking. Well, that means they don't have to have dollar for dollar on reserve every single dollar that they have out or they right. have promised. Yep. But the problem that we have is, is they're under regulation. You know, you got Elizabeth Warren blaming the Dodd-Frank rollback by Trump. You you got all kind of all these all these kinds of of uh, hypotheses right now, but at the end of the day, the Federal Reserve kept interest rates so low for so long that a lot of these banks on some of their their more secure capital that they have to keep, they were literally going out duration 10, 15, 20 years, 30 years on bonds. Well, the further you go out on the on the duration scale, think about it. Uh, it's like it amplifies. Right. Um, if you have a very short duration and there's interest rate volatility, you may not feel a lot of that. Right, because you're you not locked long, in. They, they're locking well, in uh, for, for 30 a, years in some cases. Yeah. So you had someone, and I'm not going to name their names. You can Google them. You had someone on SVB holler fire in a crowded theater, and they identified that SVB had a alarming duration on some of their assets, and it ended up turning into the first social media uh, run on a bank and you know call it we'll call it what you will right or wrong it's it's it is what it is it, the banks have to be able to provide uh, depositors with their cash in a reasonable time frame we're very easy today to you know take money and transfer it from china to new york with the push of a button so it's not like you have to go physically see that bank to get your funds and it just uh it it's basically just snowballed downhill and gotten bigger and bigger and bigger and now the banking crisis is spilling over into some of the regionals first republic being the one that's been in the news the most and you know this is just this is the cause in my opinion of of banks having to to come up with creative ways to make money and to overcome these interest rate environments because the other thing how do banks you know how do banks put cash and and uh balance or assets on their balance sheet well you know, if you if you buy a home, and a lot of people like buying homes for uh, zero, you know, zero money down. Well, if a bank doesn't have any capital or any of the the equity in the home to put on their balance sheet, that's not a good deal for them. And I know a lot of them did that during the, the financial crisis, and that's becoming a, a lot less common today. Uh, but you still have these five ten percent loans 
So I think what's going to wind up happening is you're going to see banks require 20, like they used to, 20, 25% down to even get a loan. Uh, you're going to have to go through a significant amount of underwriting. You're going to have to put up additional capital in some cases. And I think that's probably what's going to start slowing down uh, the lending, which is in turn could slow down the growth. So, um, you know, it, it is something that took us years to get into. It's it's definitely definitely something we will work through. I feel confident about that. But oh yeah, that's and that's inevitably. I believe the the culprit was the Fed on both sides because it was. Uh, uh, well, Tony, you've seen Top Gun, the uh, Top Gun Maverick, right? Oh yeah. Okay, so the greatest movie of last year. So think about think about you know that run that they did where they where he was remember the one where they the the uh, admiral said he couldn't or Cyclone, whatever his yeah. name was, he couldn't do it. And then Maverick just said, well, all right, set it to 2.15, and he did it. And, you know, they kept rates low, 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 low. And then all of a sudden, they had to pull up on that big steep incline after the bombing yep. run. And they were like, when you pull up that fast, you're pulling so many Gs, you're going to bend the frame, you're going to warp something. Yep. The Fed warped something. They warped the banking industry. Yeah. There you go. There's your... Th- I'm done. And next week on Navigating Your Retirement, I just correlated Top Gun with the Federal Reserve, and it was a good one. Thank you next week. See you, and have fun. Mic drop, right? I mean, that's, that is a sin that just came to me. I was like, oh, my God, that, 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 that's it. That, that makes all the sense. So, yeah, that's a great, a great analogy. Uh, well, you, because they raised, they raised interest rates by a factor of 20 in less than a year. Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah. I mean, they did it, but you, you shouldn't do that. And I think that's, that's why a lot of people are starting to, to now say, okay, maybe, maybe we're going to be in a position where they're not going to raise rates. That's the reason you've seen markets kind of looking, looking like they formed a bottom. I don't want to call a bottom. Nobody does because you definitely could be wrong. Uh, But I think it's definitely, we're closer to the the end Well, if the Fed comes out and says we're raising it 0.25 and, and the market's really are uh, indicating that they you know they wouldn't like maybe the indication is fed's not going to raise the rates this time around because of all i think of they're going to i think they're going to do 0.25 and i think it might negatively impact the market but nobody has a crystal ball so we'll well that is true but i think they're going to raise 0.25 yeah I, I th- yeah i think they don't have a choice they painted themselves yeah, in the corner that's true i think yeah. this might be the this might be the one that we're done with for a while sure. but um i just I feel like they're going to do it come come heck or high water. So. Sure. But, sure. But anyway, well, Tony, that's uh, that was my sorry for a little longer than two minutes, but just just had to get that out because it uh, it definitely was not uh, quite clear on the interview. But uh, for those who watched it, thank you. For those who are listening now, thank you. Now you know what I was talking about. Now you're not going. What was Travis uh, eating that day? Because <laughs> they actually caught me in my vehicle, so I had to like black out the screen. But I actually had someone text me like. Hey, were you stopped for lunch? And I was like, actually, I was driving to my Bluffton office and uh, I had to stop in Pooler at the Chipotle parking lot, get service so I could do a Zoom call uh, because they were like, we need you right now. I'm like, I am going to get a burrito. And they were like, we don't care. So anyway. Wow. Well, it's nice. It, it it's great when they have you on uh, uh, there and uh, getting your financial advice. But yeah, I know it's hard to summarize the banking crisis in two minutes. <laughs>
So. Yeah, yeah, off of three quotes. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, well, speaking of food, I do want to mention this, and uh, you know, because as as people age, they shouldn't just uh, shouldn't just. Uh, take their finances into account. They should also take their health into well, account. Right. And I read this is an article I read from Market Watch from a guy that I follow, Brett Ahrens. Uh, he's he he has great articles. Uh, some things I agree with, some things I don't, but that's why I read him. And he actually had an article about uh, things or foods that actually can increase your risk of dementia. Um, really, Tony? He hurt my feelings. These are these are the top butter. I mean, seriously, love it. Like uh, I'm I'm kind of like Paula Dean. How do you cook without butter? Okay. Um, hamburgers. What? Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> hamburgers. Uh, That's like a way <laughs> of life for me. Exactly. Sausage. Oh my word! Thank you for taking my my Saturday morning breakfast with my kids. Um, Store bought pastries, cakes, and cookies. Okay, I get that. Yeah. Uh, you know, white flour, sugar. Okay, I get it. Uh, then you have soda, sugary or diet. Tony, I'm a I'm I'm a goner. Yeah, me too. Because uh, there's nothing on this yeah. list that I yeah, probably don't consume at some point. So, uh, but for those of you out there that are listening, if you are heavy into these and you're getting into retirement. Just know they are not, obviously, like you yeah. didn't before, they are not probably in your best interest. Uh, wow. If you have a history of, excuse me, a history of dementia, um, but I there are some things you can do. I thought this was pretty interesting. I like this. If you have, uh, if you have seven cups of wine per week, you actually decrease your risk of dementia. I've so, heard that too because of the let's oxidant. quit eating. Start let's get let's quit eating and yeah. start getting uh, wasted. And, you know, antioxidants. Yeah, kind of. But Travis, I drink enough Coke Zero that the Coca Cola company called and asked me to be a member of the board they they, gotcha. they said you might as well be a board member at this point you're you're like the uh, leonard skinner song uh, <laughs> uh was said drink enough whiskey to float a battleship around you drink enough coke zero to float a <laughs> float a battleship around it's true it's true i have to have my uh, caffeine and i can't have sugar i'm trying to cut down sugar so coke zero tastes the best to me and and uh, and yeah, now I, you always hear this thing: diet soda or sugar-free soda is horrible for you. And then you know, okay, regular Coke, I'm gonna gain weight, and that's bad for me. And then they say, well, no, sugar's worse. It's like, what can you eat if you can't eat a hamburger? I mean, we're Water. in trouble. And water, water. <laughs> and, and what's even crazier is you know where a lot of the the bottled water comes from uh, in in the U.S. Do you remember where the train derailment was? Oh, no. In that general vicinity. How about that? Great. Yeah. So anyway, we're just full of good news this morning. <laughs> so moving right along. Speaking of good uh, news, how about some sobering retirement stats to well, wake people uh, up? One one last clarification. I had a, I did have a question this week on the RMD age. What What's the correct RMD age that someone needs to use? And I looked this up on the Ed Slot website, irahelp.com. We're a member, obviously. Uh, we talk about, uh, you know, twice a year we get together and we actually talk IRA and retirement planning for three days. We we have a hoot. Um, but for those of you out there that were born from 1951 to 1959, your RMD age is now 73. So if you did not take in a required minimum distribution last year, 
you probably will have an extra year. You've got until 73, so between 51 and 59, to be able to take your RMD. Those, because the question was, is 75 or 73 my age? For those born after 1960, it is now 75. So 72, if you've already been taking them, you can't go back. 73, 51 through 59, and 1960 and later is 75. So uh, so for the, for the person who asked that question, there's your answer. Uh, hope that helps. Just remember, if you don't take it, the IRS will, will definitely send you a letter. We're from the IRS and we're here to help. And there's a significant penalty. So if you're RMD age, uh, you need to take your RMD. So there you go. So Tony, we were talking about the stats, right? We're talking about the retirement planning, uh, retirement planning article that I read. And it is actually called the Retirement Savings Assessment Report. Okay, this is from Fidelity. So, um, you know, using theirs, we want to make sure we cite them. Number one, number one sobering stat, approximately one in three Americans are in the preparedness red zone. That means they are getting ready to make the transition over into retirement. But Tony, how many are actually prepared? Very few. Okay, very few. And maybe I think the the total is like 20, 28 percent in 2020 and it went up to 34 percent last year. So, folks, if you're getting to the age of retirement and you have not prepared, please, what are you waiting for? Right. right. You even a even a good plan is better than the perfect plan because you'll never find the perfect plan. Putting something in place is going to drastically increase your probability of success. Just knowing, uh, I'll give you a great example. This is this is a fact. I can I can actually back this up with a report from from a client interview that I did. Um, we did a second opinion, did a review for a client that came in. Uh, they were working with another firm. Uh, I won't mention the firm's name obviously, but they were working with another firm. The plan that they had in place, <clears throat> not bad. Uh, they were actually going to be able to generate their retirement income, starting with about 400000 in assets, um, very healthy Social Security, not a lot of debt. So they were actually going to go through retirement, maybe spend the interest. Okay, even in a bad bad scenario, they would still have close to four or four hundred fifty thousand at the end of life. So, for a lot of people, that's that's a pretty that's a pretty good outcome, right? You only spend the interest, you literally satisfy your needs, and you get to leave a, a healthy legacy to your kids and grandkids. But Tony, here's where it gets a little interesting. One of the things that the advisor had not been doing, which I think they should have been doing, was doing an annual assessment on whether Roth conversion was going to improve their client situation. They didn't do that. Uh, so when can't go back, so what we did is said, okay, let's look at some holes that we can fill. What are some tax strategies that you're not using that you can utilize? Uh, let's throw, what if we added healthcare, long-term care? What if we filled all of your risk holes and, may, and gave you a sound plan? What would that look like? And Tony, we literally doubled her outcome in the same testing scenario. From the dot-com crash all the way for the next 30 years, we literally doubled her outcome. So, you know, folks, sometimes you don't know what you don't know. Uh, sometimes, you know, maybe your advisor's not covering it. Is it because they don't know or they don't care? I like to think it's because they don't They don't know. Uh, we obviously want them to care, but, right. um, you know, sometimes, sometimes you, you really need to know 
who the person is sitting across the table and actually what their background is and, and what can they do to best serve you. So I thought that was pretty, pretty alarming. It is alarming. And you're right. I mean, there are, you know, some bad apples out there are people that just don't well, it's understand. It's not bad apples. It's just, it's just honestly and truthfully, yeah. taxes intimidate not just clients, but some advisors yeah. because... If you don't know, if you don't know the tax code or you're not trained in that field, I mean, it's pretty intimidating. I mean, I couldn't get in a a fighter jet, Tony, and feel confident about flying since we used that earlier. So, you know, why would someone think that not being trained is not going to cause a little bit of concern? So some people just they don't want to they don't want to address it. They're like, nope, I'd rather not do it. So. But anyway, that that is not what we owe our clients. We we need to be the most the best. We need to be top gun of retirement planners. Oh my God, Tony, I'm gonna I'm gonna milk this for all it's worth this morning. We need to, we need to be the best of the best. That's right. <laughs> I want to be Iceman because remember Iceman was actually number one in this class, not not Maverick. So that's true. Anyway, all right. So moving on, we've we've we have beat Top Gun to death. Um, let's see. About one in five are likely to face uh, face modest life adjustments in retirement. Essentially, not having money to supplement the retirement that you want. Because let's face it. One of the things on a on on I guess plan for things that inflation brings is as you take more income, you pay more taxes. And my opinion, one of the biggest holes in the tax code right now for retirees is the fact that they haven't raised the provisional income rate with inflation like they have everything else, every other deduction or exemption or standard deduction or the the just the brackets themselves. They haven't raised that in 20 years. That's that's becoming a that's becoming just a, a travesty because that's something that as you begin to take more income, as you get more social security, your provisional income is going to increase. It could cause you, if you weren't paying taxes, it could cause you to start paying a small amount of taxes. And if you have been paying taxes, it could continue to push you through uh, higher and higher glass ceilings, which is only taking money out of your pocket. So one in five are going to have to adjust their lifestyle just because they haven't planned for these types of events, Tony. Uh, That's, that's, to me, that's, that's kind of a, that's a, that's a knife in the back, right? That's something you weren't expecting, you didn't see coming, but uh, it's something that's going to be painful, and we got to deal with it. So, uh, let's see. Uh, fewer American households are on target to meet uh, their entire, not just their their wants, but their needs. Tony, that's that's actually pretty scary because remember, your wants and your needs. Wants you want to eat. You, remember, you need to eat. You want to eat steak. You might eat hamburger. But need is just something that you need to make yeah. sure Social Security, pension, other assets are actually taken care of. You don't want to leave any shortfalls in that category. Um, just a few more off the top. Uh, we are seeing uh, retirees not keeping up with their savings yeah. uh, going into retirement. Uh, they are, because of volatility, they're starting to decrease their, their equity holdings, which that could be a mistake because taking too much risk is actually just another form of risk because you're going to live 20, 30 years. Bonds are not going to cut it. Cash is not going to cut it. You need to have things that are going to keep up. So folks, uh, the 
these are all things that we all need to be concerned about. But here's the here's the golden the lining, if you will, uh, the silver lining in, in the dark clouds around us. That's the reason we tell you, folks, if you plan for the worst case and hope for the best case, chances are you're going to be OK in either case. But my question to you is what's keeping you from reaching your goals? in today's environment. Give us a call 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. And let us help you deliver a better tomorrow. All right, Travis. Great show. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Navigating Your Retirement. Thank you for listening to Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by CFG Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through TL Chance Inc., an affiliated company. CFG Wealth Management LLC and TL Chance Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.